continue to have a problem with the way some Republicans are referencing the Democrats' attempt to essentially, in all meaningful ways, cancel the election and hand it to Biden. And that is this, well, the voters need to decide thing. We've heard this from some, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, some others, uh, regarding Colorado and the decision by the Democrats on the court there to kick him off the ballot and saying that, you know, well, no, the voters need to decide. That's not really the issue. I mean, yes, the voters do need to decide, but it almost makes it seem like it's half a dozen to one to six. It's a personal preference thing. Well, let's see. Now, I think that the voters should decide. There's a much, much bigger problem here. I don't think that it serves the American people well to present what is occurring as a matter of preference regarding the presidential election and how that individual should be chosen. Does that make sense? There's just something about it that makes it seem as they're not really addressing the true problem here, the true issue that is going on. And that is an attempt to just essentially make elections irrelevant. I want to share a story coming up with you about the increasing number of diseases that are spreading through this country by way of illegal aliens that are coming into the country that are not vaccinated for things like smallpox, tuberculosis, and a whole litany of other ailments. This is something that is becoming such a problem that in some of these different, some areas of the country, the health departments, they are sending out all sorts of warnings. This is becoming a serious problem. This is yet another problem that we have with the Biden policies, not just sex trafficking, not just drug trafficking, not just illegal gun trafficking, not human trafficking, or just, you know, people coming here illegally, millions by millions by millions by millions, but diseases as well. And we can't really play this off as, well, that's just the way it is, given that this is an administration and a political party that had no problem trying to throw people in prison if they opened up a barber shop during shutdown, all in the name of protecting our health. Although we have become very accustomed to seeing that as Americans, we are treated like criminals constantly even law-abiding citizens, simply because we want to, you know, have liberty and freedom and stuff. While those who, br- who come here illegally are treated like royalty. Those who come here illegally get all of the free things that they want, the benefits, not free, it's free to them, not to us, we pay for it. They don't have to worry about vaccinations. They don't have to worry about whether or not they're spreading diseases. They just get to do whatever they want. I've yet to see an instance in which in the modern era, the Democrat Party 
it's not even a matter of putting Americans first, but just at least treating us as as good as you treat people who aren't American or who want to do America harm. I guess that makes me racist somehow. Have a look at the weather here in just a couple of moments. There is a slight chance of rain today. First, the latest news update. From Color 10 News, I'm Jesse Inman. Tonight, Color 10 investigates a car repair shop in Springfield facing scrutiny again for abandoning customer vehicles in its latest eviction. Photos show incomplete paint jobs and disassembled vehicles left at the space Queen City Rod and Custom rented. Customers complain that the company would accept payments and never finish the work. Hear from customers as Color 10 investigates the future of Queen City Rod and Custom and what new trouble owners could face next. Tonight at 6. A man who was shot twice now faces four felonies connected to that shooting. Ariante Turner was shot twice after an argument inside Wicked Superstore on East Kearney after midnight last Thursday. Turner admitted to police that he had a firearm during the incident, later saying he also shot at someone that night. Police believe Turner started the argument. He is a convicted felon and cannot legally own a gun. From Color 10 News, I'm Jesse Inman. First alert forecast sponsored by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Mostly cloudy, 58 for high today with a slight chance of rain. Rain is likely tonight down to 47, cloudy tomorrow. Rain likely in the morning with a high of 54, and we will be broadcasting live from Scrambler's Friday Road Show, sponsored by Extra Mile Home Inspection and Real Estate Repair. Whether you like it or not, you may not know this. Masonry, constant state of deterioration, darkened, green, mossy areas, chipping away. You're thinking to yourself, well, I know concrete, and you've got a brick sidewalk, I see this. But what about the one up on your roof? You don't see that all the time, do you? All that same stuff's happening. And that means your chimney could be holding moisture, in all likelihood it is, that is damaging. The overall integrity might even have bricks chipping, falling off. And this is the structure that, you know, you build a fire under inside your house. Something you don't want to ignore so much. In this area, there are over 30 freeze-thaw cycles during the winters. You, again, you, you and I, we see the sidewalk, so we recognize what it can do, the damage that it does. So imagine that happening to that structure if you have a chimney on your house. You don't have the benefit of walking around up there every day and seeing it, but it's happening. But you can. Ozark stove and chimney. I've had them out do an evaluation of my home, my chimney specifically, obviously. And learned what I need to do in order to make sure that when I am burning fires, we have a wood-burning fireplace, it is as safe as absolutely possible. The Chimney Safety Institute of America certified sweep technicians will come out, as they did with my home. They have all the advanced technology. They run a camera up your chimney so you can really see exactly what's going on. Unprecedented lifetime warranty, 0% financing, and other convenient payment options. You can find the good folks at Ozark Stove and Chimney. If you go to ksgf.com, you can seek them out. Find the uh, Nick's endorsements, all of their contact information, everything that you need to know, you're going to find it there. Ozark Stove and Chimney. Federal, state, city health departments have issued public health alerts about increases of communicable diseases as illegal border crossers arrive in their community. 
Earlier this year, the New York City Health Commissioner instructed New York health care providers to undergo several precautions and tests in light of a, quote, alarming trend of diseases spreading among illegal foreign nationals in New York City who arrived from the southern border, who arrived from the southern border. Now, are we allowed to talk about this, or does this make me Hitler? Because we're talking about diseases and stuff, yeah. Dr. Ashwin Vassan expressed alarm about those arriving who had not been vaccinated for polio or chickenpox and were coming from countries with high rates of infectious tuberculosis. Quote, many people who recently arrived in New York City have lived in or traveled through countries with high rates of TB, he wrote in a letter April 11th to physicians and healthcare providers. The CDC also issued an alert around the same time saying for the second year in a row, tuberculosis disease cases in the U.S. have continued to rise. With concerning increases among young children and other groups at increased risk for TB disease, cases presenting in children aged four and under was particularly concerning because they usually result from recent transmissions versus reactivation uh, reactivation of long-standing latent TB infection, it said. The Chicago Department of Public Health recently issued a public health alert about an increase in chickenpox cases there, noting especially in the last four weeks, most cases have been in people newly arrived from the U.S. southern border, living in shelters, accounting for 81% of new cases, the alert said. 90% involved unvaccinated individuals. CP or CDPH Commissioner Dr. Simbo Aigi said those arriving and spreading the disease are from countries where administering chickenpox vaccines isn't routine. Nearly 400 chickenpox cases were reported since January 1st. Chicago Department of Health said up from a median of 53 cases reported a year from 2005 to 2022. So from 2005 to 2022, there were 53 cases. In the, since January 1st, there have been 400. The Chicago Public Health Department instructed public schools to ensure that incoming students are vaccinated against chickenpox according to the IDPH minimum immunization requirements for schools and to report all confirmed chickenpox cases to the CDPH within 24 hours. The Illinois Department of Public Health launched a new phone line for syphilis consultations after the number of congenital syphilis cases in Illinois has nearly tripled since 2021. The perinatal syphilis warm line was launched to provide clinical consultation for providers who treat pregnant women and newborns, among other services. The IDPH is also encouraging medical providers to increase syphilis testing of all individuals, especially pregnant people in any medical setting, including urgent care, emergency departments, and all prenatal care settings. Now, you know, it's interesting. And th- this, it talks about in California, so they got uh, monkey pox being reported there. Um, they, because specifically the spread in the, uh, or the Democratic Republic of Congo, 
So point being is we're seeing all over the country, particularly in areas with high concentration of illegals that are coming into this country from countries that largely don't have vaccinations or require vaccinations or suggest vaccinations, and they're spreading these sometimes deadly diseases all over the places, doubling and tripling diseases that sometimes maybe you'd see a dozen or so every few years, and these numbers are massively skyrocketing. When COVID was being used as a weapon against us, or the existence of COVID being used as a weapon against us. Remember how the unvaccinated were treated? I mean, accused of murder. Accused of killing grandma. There would be polling that would show course disproportionately high number of democrats that supported jailing people who would go out in public without a mask unvaccinated we, we would see it here locally the demonizing of citizens you had a former mayor of springfield that was part of creating a website or a facebook page in which it was just all about you know, targeting these businesses and it just is the meanest, nastiest stuff. And you had the city of Springfield, Green County, telling people to call 911 if you saw someone without a mask. Yet these same people in that same mindset that would arrest parents because they'd have their kids outside in a playground during, quote, lockdown, have no problem with millions of human beings spreading across this country with diseases like syphilis, smallpox, tuberculosis. Now, you can't demonize them, though. You can only demonize parents. You can only demonize Americans. You can only demonize people that uh, want to learn more about ivermectin. But see, you're a racist. You're Hitler. If you treat those who come here to this country illegally spreading diseases as the same way as an American who's like, "Ah, I don't really know if a vaccine's for me. Isn't it interesting that you don't hear anything about this? You think of the way that the government, the left in particular in this country, portrayed COVID well after we realized what worked, what didn't work, who was vulnerable, who wasn't. In, in other words, we, we kind of had a, a line on it. We, we had a lot of it figured out. And you look at the way that that Americans were treated. The, the way that they were presented, the unvaccinated were presented as mass murderers. 
And then you look at the way, just keep bringing them in. Bring in as many as you possibly can. How fast can we get those illegals in this country? Tuberculosis, syphilis, ah, don't worry. We'll just have the health departments call the local schools. Be like, just heads up, smallpox. It's never, ever, ever been about actually protecting us. It's never been about the overall health of individuals or protecting the vulnerable. It's about controlling. Which is why they treat these different scenarios involving different health issues much, much differently. One required these daily briefings and wear a mask and get arrested if you go out to a park to walk your dog. You're a mass murderer. You should go to jail for not being vaccinated. The other one, not a peep. This story was just the news. Justthenews.com. And incidentally, at the same time, Daily Caller has a piece. Senate Democrats seek to repeal, or to reel in rather, Removal power on immigration amid Trump fears. So Democrats right now, what they're trying to do is preemptively make it more difficult for Trump, if he gets elected president, to enforce our immigration laws. Democrat senators seeking to impose limitations on the use of executive powers over immigration policy during current negotiations over border security packages. Uh, Make no mistake about it. This isn't limiting the executive powers to make sure somebody doesn't get in there and just ignore the law or do something that's detrimental to the country. It's limiting the powers of the executive branch so that the president can't protect the country can't enforce border policies. Do do these Democrats, when they get elected, are they taken to some secret room and indoctrinated into the understanding, listen, by the way, everything you do actually has to be in the name of putting everyone else first and the United States last. Your constituents, bottom of barrel. Just so you know, heads up. That's how we're going to operate now. Because they all seem to be pretty in line. Of course, there's Fetterman, <laughs> who, who is the wild card in all of this. And, and there are a number of progressives that are out there demanding their campaign donations back because he's not pro-terrorist and open borders enough. You know, Fetterman, he's come out and he's like, I'm not a progressive. And uh, I mean, that guy, you just don't know what to do. Sarah Myers Thank you. with a message. That's right. I got a message for you today. Well, if your New Year's resolution is to purchase a new vehicle in the next year, but you have a couple of choices out there, I recommend that you check out Avis, the car rental company, and their long-term rental program. Now, this program, it's a great option to test drive multiple vehicles for a longer period and figure out what you really want before you actually make a commitment. And with the long-term rental program, you get to drive brand new uh, top-tier vehicles. You don't have to worry about vehicle maintenance 
and you don't have to make any trips to the DMV. And Avis, I know they've been adding to their 2024 inventory over the last couple of weeks, so they're going to have something for every lifestyle. Now, if you want more information on the long-term rental program, I recommend that you just swing by the Avis store. It's here in Springfield off of Fort and Sunshine. Speak to Lauren. And of course, you can find all of the contact information for Avis, the car rental company, under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. Right now, of this theme, illegal immigration, and I, right now, this is one of the biggest issues for a lot of Americans. And there are some big issues. I mean, it's pretty remarkable that this administration has created so many massively important issues to the average American. And right now, there's two huge ones. Three, actually. The economy, the border, and crime. You know, some administrations find themselves in the unfortunate situation of having one massive issue that they've created or have to deal with. It's like, I, for example, for Trump, it was COVID. Now, of course, that was beyond his control, uh, the existence of it. But this administration has created three. And in some of the polling, the border for a lot of people is is the big one. And one of the ways I gauge this as being an accurate assessment is people that don't normally. I had a conversation recently, somebody that I never really taught. They're not a political person. They're, no, they're just normal person voting presidential elections and. And he just said, I cannot believe this stuff going on at the border. I, it's just, he's just dumbfounded to watch this occur. And it has gotten to the point, and I believe this is what is so damaging to the Democrats on this issue, is because people recognize that this, what is happening is not necessary. There are certain things I think Americans see as being problems and can go, well, you know, it's probably not that easy to deal with, or I'm sure it's more complicated than we think it is. But people, they, most people recognize this is, this is at, at the least completely negligent and avoidable. And many of us recognize that it's purposeful and deliberate. I mean, we listen, you can't, Biden during the primary last time around said on the debate stage, all of you that were turned away with Trump as president, if I'm elected president, you'll be welcome back. This is deliberately created. You can't say it's not. Biden, on national television, which got broadcast all over the world, said, you will come back here. Come back. We will take you in if you were turned away under Trump. And so people, they, they, they get it. And it's perplexing, I think, to some people who still haven't, you know, in, in their minds, they still think that, well, I'm sure maybe Democrats make mistakes, but they want what's best for the country. And, you know, they're trying. And, and this is conflicting with that reaction or that belief that they have, because they can't imagine anyone who actually cares about the country doing this. There's a story in the Washington Examiner I want to share with you coming up next. And they, the Washington Examiner 
talked to a number of immigrants who voted for Biden, who are down in the border area that are like, we cannot wait to vote for Trump. (laughs) Trump, this is a mess. Trump needs to be back in the White House. Of course, we are going to have our annual Chip Davis-hosted American Christmas Manheim Steamroller, sponsored by ABC Books on North Glenstone and Top of the Rock. And talking about the, the traditions and the 12 days of Christmas, our author of the week today, sponsored by ABC Books on North Glenstone, uh, is uh, going to be Michael Foley, Why We Kiss Under the Mistletoe, Christmas Traditions Explained. And so um, that if, if you enjoy that sort of stuff, I do. I, I, I like exploring the origins of terminology we use that it's just become accepted as meaning something, but we're like, well, why does it mean that? And traditions, things things that we do around Christmas time, kissing under the mistletoe, 12 days of Christmas, and, and where did that come from? And so that's much of what the book um, that uh, we'll uh, be talking about coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Again, that author of the week, sponsored by ABC Books on North Glenstone. The first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Mostly cloudy, high of 58 today, rain likely tonight down to 47, and Cloudy tomorrow with rain likely in the morning, a high of 54. Regarding the, there's a story that just the news had earlier about a number of states and cities across the country, Chicago and New York, you've got areas of California in which their local CDC branches are sending out the warnings uh, largely to schools and, and to hospitals about all of the diseases that are being brought into the country, syphilis, smallpox, chickenpox, um, uh, tuberculosis that are being brought in uh, by the Biden administration's illegal immigration policies and, and the open borders. And we're seeing these numbers just massively spike. Someone had noted in the text that tropical diseases are a big threat as well because, one, no immunity, and local doctors don't recognize the symptoms oftentimes because that's, you know, Sometimes we, I think that we expect doctors to just know all of these things. Well, no. You know, if you have somebody that comes in and they have symptoms of a disease that, you know, we pretty much eradicated here decades ago, but it's being brought back in with the Biden administration's border policies, it's not exactly something that you can expect a, a doctor to recognize. And so that can further the damage that it does because you, you just don't know what it is to even treat it. And that's, you know, again, it's the, it's the ripple effect of uh, the, the Biden administration's policies. The Washington Examiner has a piece how Biden is pushing immigrants into Trump's arms before 2024. Quote, I want Trump back. President Joe Biden has trailed former President Donald Trump in various polls in recent months with immigrants being the latest to express their discontent with the current commander-in-chief. Is there anyone that this guy... I'm telling you, Biden, he's got to be breaking records of groups that just have always been written off as, well, why even bother trying to get those votes? By Republicans. Democrats, clearly have traditionally done well with immigrants and Latinos in South Texas, but a political report 
found several voters in El Paso, Texas, who want Trump to be the next president. Daniela Cimental, an immigrant from Mexico, Cimental, who did not vote for Trump in 2016, said, yeah, she's kind of thinking maybe she's going to vote for him this time around, with immigration being the key concern. Quote, it's getting really bad with a lot of the people coming in. I want Trump back, end quote. Her husband, Jamie Takuba, also said that under Biden, quote, everything has gone to blank. Another citizen who immigrated from Mexico, Roy Rosales, said that a lot of Mexican-Americans are looking forward to Trump coming back into the presidency. Quote, Trump, he started rough, but now that you see it, (laughs) these quotes are just hilarious. Trump, he started rough, but now that you see it, when Biden came in, he messed everything up. There are a lot of Mexican people looking forward to Trump, end quote. Man, it must have just tore Politico up to have to write this piece. Frustration has been mounting in border communities as illegal immigrant crossing continues to shatter records under the Biden administration. Data from U.S. Customs and Border Protection show that officials encountered the highest number of illegal immigrants in a single day on Monday. With the background of a record day of illegal encounters, the Senate and White House negotiators are attempting to patch out a deal on securing the southern border. This is the thing. What the hell deal needs to be made? Just enforce the border. You know, Trump managed to, to get things under control. Now, th- think about the... Ma- okay, look at this. See, they, they like to pretend because it allows them to say, well, you know, we're trying. We can't do anything right now. Well, there has to be some sort of some sort of legislation. We've got to have Republicans and Democrats come to and the legislation come. What did Is that what happened? Is that how Trump... Look at the difference between when Trump was president versus now. Massive difference, right? What legislation was tr- was passed between Trump being president and where we are now regarding the border? What legislation was passed that caused this problem? The answer is none, which means this is all about execution. If there it now, I'm not saying that there aren't needs for improvements to the immigration process. It's government after all. So none of us should be shocked when we hear the stories about how difficult it is to become a legal citizen, though it is possible. It happens. Tens of thousands, tens of thousands of people come to this country and get sworn in. It gets into six figures every year. In fact, our, you know, uh, I guess it was earlier this year. It was earlier this year. Our very own Katie went through the process, took the test, became a U.S. citizen, did it legally. This talk about, well, we got to have a pathway to citizenship. There's one. It exists. People take it. People use it. Can it be streamlined? Are there ways that it can be more efficient, more effective? Probably, because again, we are talking about government here. 
But this idea that the only way that this can get fixed, and this is, this is what Democrats are going to rely on. Here, this is their plan. You know, work to negotiate on some sort of uh, solution. One that isn't, that, that it's not going to happen in all likelihood. They're banking on the fact that they, if they even are able to cobble something together in the Senate, the House isn't going to sign on to it, so it's not going to happen. So then they can claim the problem exists because Republicans would not work with them. That, that, that's going to be their default. But when you look at where things were much, much better under Trump, you look at where they are now, the only thing that changed was the person in the White House and how that person decided to utilize the laws that are in place today versus not utilizing them. Do you understand what I'm saying here? There was no, nothing changed legislatively. So what does that tell us? That tells us at least to get back to where we were when Trump was president, there's no need for legislation. Just do whatever Trump did. Just do that. Well, but we can't do that, can we? No, because Trump was evil. Trump is Hitler. And we can't ever acknowledge that Trump was right. Because the number one most important thing in the world is to never, ever, 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 ever give Trump credit for anything whatsoever. And if that means millions of illegals pouring into this country, if that means diseases from foreign countries pouring into our country, if that means drug cartels, if that means children being sold into sex slavery, if that means then so be it, because that is the sacrifice that other people and Americans must take in order to make sure Trump doesn't become president again. You realize how different this country would look if their number one priority was actually just looking out for America? This wouldn't be that hard. Let's see. Things were much better before. Of course, they won't acknowledge things were better before, but people know. This is why when you go down to the border, this is why when Politico goes down to the border and they talk to immigrants who have come here from south of the border, they are saying, we need Trump back in the White House. That's how you know things were better. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. For all of your home buying needs, your home selling needs, it can be tempting to try to sell your own home on your own. And you think, well, maybe the... Market's not as hot as it was, but people still need homes. And hey, I can do this. I mean, there aren't that many houses on the market, so I got that going for me. And then I save myself some money. That's not how it plays out. That's not how it works out. The amount, even after you pay a real estate agent, even afterwards, on average, you're going to get more than you would otherwise. There are just a lot of things involved that you don't know. And, and the person who's buying the home, guess what? Odds are they're going to have that person on their side. And if you don't, guess who's going to end up paying for a lot of things that you may not have to otherwise. So point being, not only do you need somebody on your side, but you need the best. And that's Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty.
Politico went down to the border, talked to immigrants into the United States that live down in the border area, people from Mexico, people from other countries south of the border, and found people saying, people who did not vote for Trump, that are saying, we cannot wait for Trump to get back into the White House. This is insane. This is chaotic. This is also reflective of something that apparently that we've known the Democrats haven't realized for the longest time and the establishment Republicans haven't realized for the longest time. And that is just because somebody is brown, it doesn't mean that they support illegal immigration. This is one of the big knocks against Trump when he was running um, the first time around, particularly from Jeb Bush and the likes. And that is, uh, you know, Trump being so hardcore on on blocking illegal immigration. We're going to lose the immigrant vote forever. And I'm thinking to myself, what are you talking about? What makes you think that people who came here legally are supportive of people coming here illegally? If anything, they are going to be more likely to be upset than people who were born here because they went through the process. It's like standing in line for Outlaw Run in Silver Dollar City for three hours, and then you get up there, and then, you know, there are people who want to cut in line and expecting you to be fine with it because, well, you've been in line for it, so shouldn't you want other people to be able to skip in line? Hell no. Why should they get to skip in line when I did it properly? Yet there was this instinct that the establishment Republicans had and all the Democrats had that, well, because they're Mexican, that must mean they support illegal immigration. Well, that's not exactly how it works. Trump apparently knew that or got lucky or just figured it's a law. We should enforce it. So that's yet another constituency that is gravitating towards Trump. Another story, Fox News, black voters in Georgia disappointed by Biden. It makes me wonder why I vote. Black voters in rural Georgia telling the New York Times they were disappointed by how the Democrat Party had failed to deliver on promises to improve their lives, saying things had only become harder with Biden in office. Dozens of these voters in their 20s and 30s spoke with the paper's Mara Gray about the daily struggles they face buying groceries, affordable housing, and paying back costly student loans in an area they say is sparse in high-paying jobs. While many of those voters helped elect Biden in 2020, election quote there are signs this coalition is on the brink of collapse gay wrote in her opinion piece these voters feel forgotten and have a growing sense of disdain towards the democrat party many black voters say that president biden and the democrat party has so far failed to deliver the changes they need to improve their lives from higher paid jobs to student debt relief and voting protections they want trump out of the White House for good, but indifference and even disdain and growing towards a Democrat party that relies assiduously on black American support yet rarely seems in a hurry to deliver results for them in return. And let me tell you why. Because they don't have to. I mean, frankly, this is a situation in which that demographic of voters have done this to themselves. When you, I, Can you point in modern history, can any person of color... Point to Democrat policies that have improved your life? I mean, I'm hearing this response from those in the black community, as reported by the New York Times and others, that there are those in the black community like, golly gee whiz, I mean, our lives really haven't gotten better. What Democrat administration did they get better? 
I mean, this is nothing new. Have you looked at cities that are run by Democrats? <laughs> I, th this is not new. And the fact of the matter is, Democrats bank on the black population, no matter how bad they make it for them, no matter how damaging their policies are when it comes to law enforcement, when it comes to education, when it comes to the economy, that the black people will always line up to vote for them. And so they don't have to worry. It doesn't matter how bad they make it for them. That's what they bank on. And until they get a different response from the voters, the Democrats aren't going to change. Traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. Tomorrow morning, broadcasting live from Scramblers. We got a new, we're going to be doing a new thing also tomorrow, sort of a last minute, appropriately enough. We always have Nick's favorite thing. Some of you still have not gotten all your gifts. Losers. What are you going to do? Tomorrow, Pyramid Roofing is sponsoring our event where we're going to drive around Avis providing uh, transportation and, and try to give you very last, last, last minute ideas. So that will be coming tomorrow. Nick's final picks, I think is what we're calling it. News in 60 seconds. I'm Nick Reed.